Coming up on today's federal newscast, big day for the Office of Personnel Management on the Hill as administration officials try to explain the reasons for its merger with GSA. Three Virginia congressmen are hoping federal employees will have more telework options when several metro stops close for maintenance. And TSA leaders want to make the agency a better place to work. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's edition of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Trump administration will face some tough questions today as a House committee examines its proposal to merge the Office of Personnel Management with the General Services Administration. The administration will describe the financial, strategic, and structural reasons for the OPM-GSA merger, but federal employee unions, organizations, and a former OPM director will challenge the administration's rationale and plans. OPM's inspector general says it's unclear the merger will result in the cost savings and efficiencies that the administration says it will. Maryland and Virginia senators join House Democrats in expressing skepticism for the Trump administration's proposed OPM-GSA merger. All four write to acting Office of Management and Budget Director Russell Vaught, saying they're concerned that the new Office of Federal Workforce Policy will be staffed with a presidentially appointed director who is not Senate-confirmed. The senators also say they need more detail about the administration's plans before they can agree to them. And three Virginia Democrats say federal employees should have additional telework options during upcoming metro station closures in the D.C. area. In a letter to OPM Director Margaret Weikert, Congressman Don Beyer, Jerry Connolly, and Jennifer Wexton say that there are thousands of federal employees who will have a challenging commute this summer when six metro stations in northern Virginia close for maintenance. OPM urged agencies to offer more telework flexibilities during the past Metro Safe Track project back in 2016. OPM kicks off the modernization of human resources standards with a big contract award. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. The Office of Personnel Management awarded federal management partners a $15 million contract to develop, implement, and promote modern human capital strategies and standards. Under the five-year contract, OPM wants the vendor to support the ongoing evolution of human capital standards through the adoption of shared services. OPM also expects to improve the acquisition of and delivery of human capital services as well as reducing duplicative spending. Finally, OPM seeks an integrated set of systems to share employee data across all agencies throughout their entire career. I'm Jason Miller. The Army still does not have a process to pay National Guard troops working in the jobs they're promoted to but have not been recognized yet. Congress gave the Army Secretary the authority to give back pay to guardsmen waiting for promotion approval last year. But the Army tells Federal News Network it's still developing plans for how to handle the issue. More skepticism from Capitol Hill about DOD's multi-billion dollar Jedi cloud contract. Details from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. The House's version of the 2020 defense spending bill continues to question DOD's decision to award Jedi to only one vendor. Appropriators are proposing to bar the Pentagon from moving any of its software systems to the cloud service until they deliver more details on how they'll create a more competitive landscape with other cloud contracts. DOD promised to pursue a multi-cloud strategy earlier this year, and lawmakers say they want the Pentagon to follow through. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. More women are applying to the Air Force Academy than ever before. They made up 30% of the applicants for the 2022 class. Air Force Deputy Chief for Manpower, Personnel and Services, Lieutenant General Brian Kelly, says the service is purposely targeting women to increase diversity. 
New internal customer experience guidelines are finalized by the Veterans Affairs Department. They lay out how it will serve veterans and their families. VA says by changing the Code of Federal Regulations, it ensures customer experience principles are a core part of the agency's foundational values and organizational characteristics. The guidelines focus across three areas, ease of access, effectiveness of care, benefits and memorial services, and emotional support. Transportation Security Administration leaders pledged to making the agency a better place to work. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. A few weeks after an Inspector General report revealed just how much employees dislike TSA, Administrator David Pekoski promises a series of reforms to improve its human capital practices. The reforms will stem from an analysis Pekoski hired ICF to perform. The agency releases a summary, but not the full report. ICF acknowledged the problems, but says other agencies with similar issues have been able to improve. I'm Tom Temin. There was a sharp decline in audit rates at the IRS over the past few years. In its 2018 data book, the agency reports auditing nearly a million tax returns last fiscal year, or about half a percent of all the returns it received. It's also less than half the rate it reported in 2010, according to recent statistics from the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration. And two new members are added to the Government Accountability Office's commission, which oversees payments and access to Medicaid and the Children's Health Insurance Program. Comptroller Gene Dodaro selects attorney Thomas Baker and Georgetown University professor Tricia Brooks to serve on the commission. The 2009 CHIP Reauthorization Act led to the creation of the commission, which is tasked with notifying Congress on CHIP and Medicaid issues. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 